We live in a world of sound bites, advertising jingles, political slogans, song verses, news headlines, logos, Facebook memes, late night punchlines, sayings we repeat to ourselves, tweets, jargon, avatars, etc. Some people resort to tattooing messages on their bodies. Others adorn the walls of their homes, computer screens, and t-shirts. Messages, messages, and more messages. So forgive me for adding one more. I believe this is a message significantly worth remembering. It comes from the 8th century Indian master Shantideva. All the joy the world contains has come through wishing happiness for others. All the misery the world contains has come through wanting pleasure for oneself. An aspect of our Chenrizik Project gatherings is sharing and discussing various concepts and ideas, many of which, especially when seen through the perspectives of the emptiness of inherent existence, can be quite illuminating. As many of you know, Siddhartha offered a short teaching that has come to be known as the Four Immeasurables. In it, he suggests four aspirations with which to fill our mind, each an aspect of helping bring about the attitudes of love, happiness, joy, and equanimity for sentient beings everywhere. Recently, our discussions have focused on the aspiration for immeasurable beings' happiness. The words go like this. How wonderful it would be if all sentient beings had happiness and the causes of happiness. May they have happiness and its causes. I myself will enable them to have happiness and its causes. A thoughtful determination for setting forth the boundless path? Yes, indeed. And a basis of the entire Mahayana action curriculum as well. To have the causes for happiness abiding in our mind implies that the causes for our unhappiness are not present. This unhappiness, often referred to in Buddhist speak as dukkha or suffering, is not in the nature of a splinter in the foot or the sadness one feels at an unexpected financial challenge. Rather, it is the everyday discontent the every moment self-identification that lies at the heart of all our perceptions, intentions, and activities. All of it, simply stubborn confusion as a result of our ignorance as to how everything, including ourselves, truly exists. Consider this paradigm. Just as all social suffering has its origin in self-grasping in each of us, so too, all examples of social flourishing have their roots in other regarding. Rather than dive more deeply into that now, I'll keep this reasonably clear and simple by pointing out the conventionally profound and challenging for some paradox of wisdom and skill. As the Buddha said, as Shantideva said, as Tsongkhapa said, and as the Dalai Lama and scores of awakened lamas and teachers have said many times, if you want to be happy, truly happy, cherish others. That's right. Any and all authentic happiness comes from wishing and skillfully acting to help manifest the causes of others' happiness. All the stress, worry, fear, discontent, depression, 
bad moods, anger, jealousy, frustration. Whatever we believe the outward cause to be stems from wanting pleasure, or in other words, our way for ourselves. Even when we believe we're generously doing things to make others happy, we tend to do them our way, looking for something in return. This is not kindness or love or generosity. It is, at its source, transaction. It's commerce, giving in order to get. Think about this, contemplate, meditate. Look at recent events in your life and see if this holds true. If it does, or even seems like it might, and you feel you'd like to try something different or actually be different, try this. Later tonight or tomorrow morning, after you've thought about this, and I mean really thought about it, set aside some time to quiet down and think of creating the causes of happiness for another person, someone you know. Consider what you believe might make them content and wholesome what it would feel like to help them be confidently joyous, how they would react to being genuinely happy. Of course, remembering that our deepest happiness comes from thinking and skillfully doing for others. So we're not necessarily talking about a red Porsche or some flattering talk. Set aside a reasonable amount of time. Don't bite off too much. 30 minutes would be fantastic, 15 minutes great, or whatever you can carve out and manage. The point is, just quiet down, let your imagination flow and try it. Don't listen to your ego, which may tell you quite convincingly this is all some kind of silly game. Remember, the ego does not like others' well-being put before its self-focused own, and it is going to try to fill you with doubt the ego, your ego, knows you better than anyone, knows which buttons to push, which voices and tones to use in manipulating you. Identify it when it arises, recognize it for what it is and let it pass with a simple no thanks. Then return to your kind-hearted thoughts. That's all there is to it. Just a reasonable amount of time deliberately focused on the causes of happiness of others as you most wisely understand them and your role in setting the conditions for them to occur. It won't cost a dime and you can do it anywhere. See how this makes you feel, this focused thinking of others' happiness before considering or striving for your own pleasure. And in your mind's eye, see the effects this might have on all others whose path you cross. Once again, Shantideva's words go like this. All the joy the world contains has come through wishing happiness for others. All the misery the world contains has come through wanting pleasure for oneself. Articulated 1,300 years ago at India's Nalanda University, it is one of Shantideva's most treasured verses. Get to know these words. Keep them handy. Write them out on a few index cards and keep them where you'll see them. Tape one to your bathroom mirror where you'll read these words while you brush your teeth each morning. Put a card on the table where you keep the remote to your TV. Stick one on your mouse pad at home and at work. There is so much chatter in our world today, but this is different. 
much more than a soundbite, you may find it brings forth a whole new type of energy, one that is clear and joyful and light and bursting with goodness. It is the energy of engaged altruism, and it's there in your own mind right now, just waiting to be freed. It is the source of your truest happiness. Allow yours to emerge. This recording was written and shared here by Mark Winwood. Mark, that's me, is the founder of the Chenrizik Project, a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group resident in Washington State and with a national online presence. You can learn more about the Chenrizik Project at our website, www.chenrizikproject.org. That's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our background music, titled On My Way, was composed and performed by the San Francisco Bay Area musician Bobby Vega. It appears on his album, Sketches of Bob. You can learn more about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-V-E-G-A dot com. Or, as he's very findable online, you can simply Google his name, or look for his numerous videos on YouTube. We remain grateful to Bobby for his friendship, his talents, and his generosity. Thank you for listening. <laughs>